Good morning, everyone. This is Chat with Chap, and I'm your host, Ginger Wade. And you know what? Last week, I promised you I'd be interviewing Rick Green, and unfortunately, something came up, and he needed to reschedule for next Tuesday. So we are planning on doing the Rick Green interview. The plan is to do it March 14th, which is next Tuesday, same time, uh, same place. But today, we're going to switch to what next week's topic was going to be, which is dual enrollment. I'm going to talk about what it is and the whys and wherefores of all of it and talk to you a little bit about my experience. So the homeschool tip I wanted to give you for today, of course, goes with that, which is just as you are getting ready with your kids getting older, uh, whether you're there or your kids are pretty young, be thinking about it. Consider all the options for senior high classes and dual enrollment is one of those, those things. Uh, it can be very helpful. Uh, can be a good experience for your kids. I will get into some of that nitty-gritty though, but that is your tip for the day to um, consider dual enrollment as an option for your senior high kids to be thinking about it sooner than you think. Okay, just keep it in there and let it roll around a little bit. So let's get into it. What is dual enrollment? So dual enrollment is when you take classes at a college and it will count as both a high school course and a college course for you. That's the dual part too, high school and college. You're enrolled, you're taking a class, it's counting towards both. <clears throat> this is a really super handy um, option that not only homeschoolers are using actually. There are students in public school who do this type of thing. Um, although it is limited with what they can do, we actually have a lot of freedom with it as homeschoolers. Um, the course credit will count both for your high school transcript and it will also count on a college transcript. So how would you do that? How can you do both? Well, college, whichever college you would choose to do a course at, uh, keeps their own transcripts for each of their students. So the college will be keeping that transcript for you. But of course, as the supervisor of a homeschool program, you are the one taking care of your child's transcript. So on that, you would list the course and the grade given. I always give the grade that was given by the professor, of course, but it's up to you as a supervisor. I just think it's wise to stick with what uh, the teacher assigned and um, then you would assign it credit value. So here's the thing, you know, in our law, we have four years of English, three years of math, three years of history, and three years of science that are the requirements for secondary education, meaning ninth grade through 12th grade. So each of those things are typically one credit courses. In, in the law, it says for a year, a year's worth of those things. Uh, college, traditionally, a course in a semester has been the same amount of information that you would cover in high school for a whole year. So say you take English 101 in the fall, at a college, the content you would cover in there is equivalent to what you would count for a whole year in a high school course. Some people may not agree with that, but traditionally that is what has been the case. So when my students have dual enrolled, they've taken the fall English 101 and counted that as their English for the entire year. So you would count it as one credit on a high school transcript. Now in college, it could be three or four credits. It's a different grading credit system. So college is different than high school, but for like a one-year English course in high school, you assign one credit. For a one-year math course, you assign one credit. Typically how it goes. 
So I would take the grade from the college course and say they got a B. I put it as a B on the transcript. It was one credit. There you go. Uh, so you as a supervisor would decide how you want to put that on the transcript, but it would count. And then your student would also have a transcript started at whichever school it is that they chose to take courses at. Uh, so just so you know, the grading and the credit keeping scoring is a little different between high school and college, but they still count in both places if you were dual enrolling. So uh, you might be wondering why on earth would I want to do this? Why would I want my child to go take uh, college courses? Why, what's it, why is that a good idea? So there's a number of different reasons that you could utilize this possibility. So you might not want to teach the upper level courses at home. Maybe math is something that's a concern to you. Maybe your child excels in something and you want them to get further experience in it at a higher level. Maybe you're part of a co-op, but that co-op isn't offering the course that your child needs or wants at a level that they desire, that you desire. Um, you could give your child a glimpse of what it's like to be in college before that you actually dump all your money and commit to college. So this is another, this is a great reason to do it. If your child is ready, uh, not all kids are ready to go into that environment, but if they are, it's a way for you to still be guiding them and walking them through this experience of being in a college setting, what's expected of them as a student in college, uh, how rigorous the courses are at that level. It gives them more of an idea of what would be expected of them before you say, oh yeah, I'll come, and then you've committed to pay that amount. Uh, so another reason for your child to do enroll at a, at a college would be you could get an idea of the content that's going to be there. And I know that's something we need to be very aware of. Even those universities that we expect to be Christian or expect to teach in a certain worldview might not be teaching in the way that you thought they did. So this is one way while your child is still home with you where you can discuss what is being taught. You can discuss the worldviews of the professors. They can go and they can experience it and you can come back and discuss it. This happened to one of my kids. They took, they ended up being in a New Testament course, um, which kind of made me chuckle. But, uh, he came home and we would discuss it and the very first day and the professor introduced herself and just in her introduction he could be like "Ooh, this is not going to be my worldview so it was it was good because he brought it home we could discuss it talk about it you know and strengthen his worldview uh and help navigate through those weird those weird things so that's one reason to consider doing that and just think about hmm do i want to further put myself into this type of world or not it's a great way to experience that with a little bit less commitment than actually going as a freshman in college. Uh, this dual enrollment is a great way to save money. So if you have a student that is like, I want to go to school or I want to be a doctor, a, a lawyer, something that requires, absolutely requires further education. Now, there are degrees in a lot of things that are really don't think you need a degree for. You don't really need to pay for some of the things that are out there. Uh, but there are some that you really do need the further education. Some of the things you get further education for could really just be an apprenticeship. Uh, but 
some things you, you do. You do need that further education. You need to go to an upper um, level school. So this dual enrollment is a way to save money. And, and here's why. Because when you dual enroll as a high school student, now this is with my experience with the colleges we have done. We have done local community colleges, private schools, online learning. The price per credit is typically a per credit price. Um, it's much lower than if you are attending as a college or university student. So remember how I said the credits for high school and college are different. So where in high school we call English a one year of English a one credit course. Well, in colleges, you'll take that English course, say in the fall, English 101, it'll be three or four credits for that one course. And you need to have a load of 12 to 16 credits typically um, per, per semester or per, wow, it's been a while since I've been in, 12 per semester, 12 to 16 credits per semester. Uh, so that's three or four classes. Uh, so um, when you're dual enrolling, you're paying per credit. So say the community college charges 125 per credit, and then that's times three or four, depending how many credits or courses are. That's how expensive it will be for you. Now, for a college student, it could be $400 per credit. When they're paying $1,600 per class, where you're only paying $400 per class if it's $100. Do you see what I'm saying? So you can save a lot of money by dual enrolling. Uh, so I know a lot of kids, it's very easy. As you start thinking about the requirements in the homeschool law for secondary students, it's very easy to finish all the requirements early, okay? At the secondary level, that section in the law that explains what's required of every student, very easy to get that done early. Um, the only thing is the four years of credit, uh, English credit. So if you took two college courses in one year, that would be two years of credit. So uh, what you can do then with that year, if, if you want to finish early, say some people say they want to graduate when they're juniors. And I say, well, if you want to go to college, maybe you want to stay as a high school student and use that senior year to dual enroll at a cheaper price and figure out either what you want to do or start earning credit towards your career and start gaining that, those building those transcripts they still count at the college level, but you're only paying for a dual enrollment price. I mean, it's a really, really good idea, really something to think about if you're definitely set on going to college. It could also be a time where if you don't know if you want to go to college, does college suit you? You can take the courses cheaper. You can be at home. You're still high school. Uh, and you can take those courses and decide if they're going to be right for you. And if you don't need them and you, like, say you don't do well, but you don't need them as your requirements in the homeschool law. You don't have to put them on your transcript and have a bad grade on your transcript if it doesn't go well. Because it doesn't go well for everyone. Typically, it does go pretty well for people, but it doesn't always. It doesn't always. So then you get a chance to take a college-level course, and if it doesn't go well, you just don't include it on your high school transcript. It would be on the college transcript, but you wouldn't have to include it in the high school transcript. So those are some things to think about. Two, another reason is, uh, oh, I just said this, to discover new interests while in high school. So, well, maybe I want to do this, or maybe I want to do that. Well, you could take a class or two here or there at a dual enrollment um, program and decide, well, I don't really like this, or I don't like the intensity of it, or I don't like the content of it. It's a way for you, your student, to try some different things. 
um, and find if they, oh, wow, I, I am really interested in this. And then they might help them make a decision on what they would want to focus on post high school. Uh, you can get a lot of classes in early. So if you have someone who knows what they want to do, say they, they know they want to be a nurse or they know they want to do business or they know they, if they know what they want to do and they need that degree, you can start accumulating the college credit while in high school. So it's not for everybody. I had one of my students start as a junior, start taking English courses, not a problem. Uh, I had another student, not ready for that, did take some classes as a senior, but not a full load. It was like one class in the fall and two classes in the spring. It wasn't, um, he did a lot of courses at home, so he wasn't doing a full college load as a high school student. There are some other folks, some kids who know what they want to do and who are able to handle the load because it is a heavier workload. College courses are a heavier workload than a high school course. But I do know plenty of kids who have gone in starting in their junior year and dual enrolled three or four courses a semester, their junior and senior years, until they got out of high school, had a whole year plus of college completed. So you can, in a dual enrollment program, you can come out of high school already having maybe even up to a half of your college completed at the dual enrollment price, which is amazing. So I know a lot of students who went in as second year sophomores, first year sophomores, so they just skipped the whole freshman year because they had core courses done. Sometimes you can dual enroll in the, at the school that you know you're going to go to when you graduate high school. Sometimes you don't, and a lot of times those courses will transfer to the school that you do want to go to, so that's not an issue. But it is a great way to build up your core classes because all colleges have their core requirements. You know, whether it's math or history or whatever it is, they have, you know, you might decide that you're going to focus on computer science, but you're going to have to do some core classes. So dual enrollment is a great way to start doing those core classes so that you don't have to spend more expensive money buying classes that uh, you'll have to do in order to graduate with a degree from that, from that institution. So those are a whole bunch of reasons why you would want to consider taking dual enrollment classes. So how do you go about doing this? What schools are doing this? Well, at this point, I would say there's probably pretty much everybody has some sort of dual enrollment thing set up. Some are just really getting into it. Sorry, it's a big truck going by. Uh, but there's local community colleges you can look into, local private colleges, technical schools even, Thaddeus Stevens here. You can go as a high school student at a discounted rate at Thaddeus Stevens. Uh, and that counts towards what you would want to um, get a degree in at Thaddeus Stevens. It's really neat. And then uh, online distance learning, local Bible colleges. So like, if there's somewhere you would like to try and take some courses from, reach out to them. Find out what their dual enrollment program is all about. Chances are they'll have something on their webpage. If you call into the admissions office, they'll be able to help you out, direct you to the person. They typically have someone in charge of the whole dual enrollment program, so they understand homeschooling and where you're coming from. Sometimes if it's new to that uh, institution, it, you know, they might not have it all ironed out. But just keep calling and asking your questions. Uh, the online distance learning, they have different rules. So I know that there was one that a friend of mine, he took a full course load at an online dual enrollment program, but, but could only do so many credits. So at that point, then they had to switch to a different school to take some more courses later. Uh, and that's 
just everyone can set up their own rules for how the dual enrollment program works. You just have to ask and find out what the deal is. Uh, but you can do, and my, my one son did all three. He took a course from a local Bible college, took a course from a local private college, and took an online course from Grand Canyon University all at the same time. So you can pick and choose and do all over. So it's literally limitless, the amount of options you have uh, for dual enrollment. There's tons of universities just in Pennsylvania alone. Goodness gracious, so many. And um, they're all looking for homeschoolers. Let me tell you, they are interested in homeschoolers. Now, homeschooling has a really good track record. They recognize how hard homeschoolers work. Uh, they recognize their willingness to learn. And they they want homeschoolers to come to their universities. So if there's a place that you're considering uh, that you would like to get to know a little bit more about, you should give them a call and find out if they have a dual enrollment program. Now, some universities require testing, some do not. I do know that some that just go with an interview process, so they'll bring your students and talk to them a little bit uh, before having them sign up on a program. Others want to see a test score, like an SAT or an ACT, uh, some take the CLT, which is the classic learning test. That's pretty new. It's a little bit different than that SAT, but there are a number of universities that are starting to accept it. You'd have to ask. It's kind of small, but it's growing. Uh, that's the test that we used in our house. So uh, it just depends. Everyone's requirements are different now. Transcripts are definitely a thing. They definitely want to see transcripts, so make sure you're keeping your transcripts up to date. And on the side with that, descriptions of your classes would be helpful in case they have questions about what the content was of those courses. Um, but they do want homeschooled students and dual enrolling is a really great opportunity to check it out before making the full commitment as a freshman in college. So uh, again, do your research. There are so many options in Pennsylvania. All you gotta do is send an email, pick up the phone and make a call, check out the website, most places have a dual enrollment portion of their website, or you could at least call the registrar's office or admissions. I'm not exactly sure. I'm probably using the wrong terms, and a college person would tell themselves. But you can contact a college or university and ask them about their dual enrollment program. And some really advertise. Grand Canyon University, they really advertise their uh, dual enrollment program. Uh, Regent, Liberty. Liberty is a big one. Um, for us, we have Lancaster Bible College. It's closed. They have a really great program, Jumpstart program. They offer free courses for juniors and seniors. So uh, just have to look around and see what's around you. But it is a great option for many, many reasons. Uh, and, and it gives an opportunity for your kid to experience something uh, while, while still at home. So you can discuss things with them. I think that's one of the greatest benefits is they you start to launch them and they get out into the world and see what's being taught out there because we've been choosing their curriculum and we've been shaping what they're learning and they they do they need to be prepared for that shift into all the world views and stuff that are out there so it is a great opportunity to do that and still be able to have discussions without them not being home uh they're still in your home and you can help them work through the differences uh, and work through the challenge of the courses the courses are or could be harder sometimes they're not sometimes it's like wow that's not hard at all, and that's great, but sometimes it is, and then being home to have that encouragement uh, is great. So, and also, don't be shy about using tutors on campus or asking asking professors for help. In my experience, when you ask professors and teachers for help, they really like that, because it shows that you are a student that wants to learn and wants to grow and wants to do better, 
and isn't settling for, you know, whatever. You know, when you ask and say, well, I don't understand. Can you help me? Can you explain this to me? Typically, a good teacher will be very happy about that and willing to help your students. So another option that you should consider is coming to convention. We do have colleges there that you can talk to. And Thursday's convention video will be all about the colleges. And we'll be talking about dual enrollment in that video. So I'm really not going to go into it here. But I do want to put that bug into your ear to consider that also. Um, we are happy to talk to you about dual enrollment. If you have any more questions, things I didn't cover in this video that you have questions about, please comment below. Send me an inbox message here on Facebook. Write me on my contact form at chaponline.com. Come to convention. Talk to us at the, at the uh, chat booth or to the colleges who are out there. See what they think. And I would like in the future to have an interview with a uh, admissions person from a local college. And I think we're just going to talk a little bit about dual enrollment and expectations, college enrollment, what expectations are for homeschoolers. So be looking for that in the future. It's not going to happen right now because there's so much going on with convention. I have lots of convention related interviews coming up, but probably in the um, late spring, maybe early summer, we'll have someone on. We'll talk about college expectations for homeschoolers and what that looks like. And, and we'll talk to an admissions officer so you can hear it straight from them uh, and be comfortable with planning ahead for your student's future. So thanks for tuning in today. Hopefully this was helpful content for you. Keep enjoying your children and leading them to follow Christ in all of life. And I will see you on Thursday for a convention video. And next Tuesday, we will have Rick Green and we will talk about his um, keynote sessions coming up for a convention. Very excited to have him on. So thank you for tuning in today and we will see you in a few days. Bye now.